just a recap for our PP listeners that are just now starting with all of us together. Mew dumped an entire cup of cold water onto Panda's ass, so Panda would obviously have to rip her pants immediately off, and I think that was worth a point, because that was game. That was some game right there. And now, now there's sexy panda laying there, and, and uh, they're cuddling. And I think you underestimate how much the listeners actually want to listen to that 10-minute non- nonsense no, we just did. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And, uh, and that's fine. But we're going to start whatever this show is completely unprepared. Two or four, mean, week five. What? Two or four, week five. Two, what? I don't know. I don't know. Let's start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. That was so enthusiastic. Can we have a better woo? Woo! Oh, my God. See, why do you, you ask for that? Prompt Del Just like that. not that directly so, into the you microphone. Know what? What? You, you should hook up those headsets if only for him to realize just when to he realize. yells into the mic like that. Your ear that. gets blown Look out. Look at that. You just pissed Kathy off. You did, Del. Look at no. it. Look at it. <laughs> That's just hate. I'm, going, like, I'm shaking are, my head no. My ears are bleeding. Thanks. <laughs> Ear bleeders. Pajama erotica Hello with nobody in pajamas. Hello and welcome no. to the Perverted well, Podcast. I was going to be in my pajama form of Nick, Del, but they took my Del, <laughs> shut up. We're starting. The, I'm At least he's barefoot. What? If you're no going to start speaking, to you. look to see if other people are talking. We're having a conversation <laughs> without you. Okay, fine. <laughs> We're going to start the show again. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we talk about the adventure, the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, California. I tried to make a song out of it, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm Owl. I'm Del. <laughs> you and pissed off Del. I don't care. There's only so many he times must learn. that you can insult and yell at Del before he, must he goes, learn. motherfucker, I'm not getting on this fucking chat room anymore. That's Del. Del. See? If you want content from chat, be nice. Yeah. See what? <laughs> see what? How it works? He ain't no unger. I'm just trying to keep things alive, man. I'm just trying to keep He's it alive. He's not going to take your shit like unger does. Well, you know. He's like, I demand respect. God, <laughs> you are in the wrong motherfucking. You are in the wrong place if you want respect, Kathy. What? It has been a crazy week. Yeah, it actually has. Kathy, here's what I want to know. There was a picture of you uh, standing next to an axe in the middle of a bullseye. Mm -hmm. Did you just place Mm -hmm. that axe in the bullseye, or was that your throw? (laughs) I'll tell you that that was the... One of five bullseyes I made. Now, it wasn't really a bullseye, but at least I, I hit the wall. Let's put it that way. I hit the actual wall out of maybe 120. Okay. <laughs> so I, I took the win when I got it. So you just, Unger just went and stabbed that in the wall? And, and no, you just, that was me. That was the one. That was one of them. I was going to go take it down, and Unger's like, hold on, let me get a picture. I'm like, yeah, you better. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> so did you enjoy, uh, did, you make, did you have to make special grunts? No, it is actually surprisingly easy to throw. My shoulder was not sore at all the next day. You know what was sore? Your vagina. Well, my vagina is always because Unger took your little little box. Oh, good gravy! Really, you got to pay the axe man. I know. I paid twenty five dollars to get into this place. That's an ouch. Let me tell you. That is yes. a lot to throw in. Can't you? And just- four bucks for a bottle of water. What? <laughs> 
Kathy. I'm telling you. Home Depot is right <laughs> down the street. I could get an axe. For like, I could get an axe for 12 bucks. I've got a gun. I've got a gun in my room. <laughs> and we could go out and literally just find an old dried stump. That's true. Let's I'll do it. I'll bring you a bottle of water. Okay. It'll cost 30 cents. <laughs> And we'll sing, like, ho-ho, whatever, throw-an-axe songs. No, it was actually really nice. It was a lot of fun. And um, I, I just didn't realize how satisfying it is. But I don't know that I want to spend $25 want, every time. No, stop. no, Kathy. We're going to do... it's worth it to do it once. And that's yes, about it. It really was. It was a, a very... A, they teach you to do it, and you learn very quickly. It right. doesn't take a great deal of strength or energy. It just is... It takes... Like three or four things that you have to combine all at the same time to be able to hit the wall. Don't and I just well, well, one time I would do this, and another time I would actually get the the height right, but I wouldn't get my stance right, and so I kept throwing it on the floor. And, and I was my thighs were sore the next day from all the squatting down I had to do to pick up the fucking axe oh. off the floor. That's what was sore. You didn't have for twenty five bucks. They didn't have an axe picker upper person. That would have been phenomenal. Like an axe fairy that just kind of la 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 la. Here's your axe. And it says ball boys <laughs> and girls. Fairy. <laughs> an axe fairy. Unger would just walk up and pull it off of the wall. He was hitting almost all of them. He was he brings his own axe. Oh really? I'm hanging sure he does off of his this a belt lot more frequently though. Oh yeah, he's in their league now. He's but a league. It was a lot of Al, fun. Al, do you want to throw axes? I actually really do. Do you? It looks really cool. Del? Ang- Unger would love to take you. Yes. He, he do you want to be any- everybody there? Well, clearly I need to talk to Unger then. Yeah, Unger's the man. I just think we they, should he go. He walks in and everyone's all, hey, Unger, there's the man. Well, he's like a monolith. It's like he's hard <laughs> to miss, you know. Unger doesn't just like stealthy, like kind of sneak in a room, you know. He's, he's no. the size of half the room. He was. Know? I had to go off and sign and read a fucking... Waiver. Yes, it was so long. I He's like chatting with a guy, and it was you're funny. all habeas corpus, cropus. <laughs> I will not axe murder people. I actually read it, and the guy's, like, oh my god, you're actually reading. And I'm all, yeah. So what? What's the deal with the pictures? You're allowed to take pictures. You can't use them for certain things, but they can take all the pictures they want. And if there's any problems, that has to go to arbitration. I'm like, so I'm fucked. If some <laughs> asshole throws an axe and accidentally hits me, That's, I hate those fucking waivers. Let me tell Kathy, you. let me tell you something about law. A little something Please about don't law. tell me something about law. The last thing I want to hear is you talking about the law. Well, I was raised uh, by wild, wild Jews, Jews in, the, in wilderness. the wilderness. Yeah, I know. and so uh, lawyers—that's <laughs> our—that's our bag. The Jews, them, got the, not you. You didn't go to Jews law school. The, no, they didn't. But I—I uh, I made them a lot of money. Uh, um, you can write anything you want into a waiver, and that can still go to court. And and depending on because obviously you were insane when you signed that waiver. There's a lot of stuff you can do. Okay. So they put those things to basically scare everyone away from ever you know filing a Trying suit anything. if somebody. But if somebody hits you with an axe and it's negligent, negligence is negligence. It's very very much in line with our topic. Oh, really? Very much in line. Okay. That you you can say whatever the fuck you want, but when the when it comes down to it, you uh you can't just harm somebody and yeah. and get away with it because somebody made you sign something or agree to something. Right. You have the right at any time to you know, just because, negligence is negligence. Like if someone else hurts you, you can still go after that person rather than the company. You can That's go after true. the company if the company doesn't provide the proper safety. They can write whatever they want in their fucking waiver, but if they don't provide things that that 
the 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 law or the city would deem i don't know what axe throwing things would be safe like bumpers or a certain amount of distance they have they have regulations for everything so if the you know if they didn't provide or they didn't have the right lighting or they didn't have you whatever there is always uh, you know, these places just can't open the door and say, oh, you signed the waiver. If someone hits you with an axe, they hit you with an axe. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. This is the most boring legal talk I've ever heard. <laughs> just letting you know, in case uh, all of our listeners in PP land ever walk into a $25, $4 bottle of water axe-throwing place, uh, the waiver is not uh, It was actually a really cool yeah. place. It's called L.A. Axe. Now that we trashed it completely. I know. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> They're gonna, I'm not going to step my foot in there. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. But you had a good time. I had a really good time. That's a good time. Al, anything going on with you? Uh, I went to a cat cafe this weekend. It was very cute. A cat cafe? Um, Oh, with cats where they lay kittens on you. There's just like kittens everywhere and you have a drink and it's really cute. Kathy, why do you look disgusted? (laughs) You're having your your food or drink with cat hair My fully covered drink. Yeah, I'm not into that. There's just cats walking around? Yeah. Everywhere. You can play with them? Separated from the actual... Were there puppies? no. Okay, then I'm not going. And they're a puppy. Well, <laughs> I'm a snob. Cats but and dogs are, all wallowing around in their poop and I'm stuff. I'm actually allergic, slight, uh, lightly allergic to cats. Oh, well, that's fair. And cats and actually annoy the fuck out of me because they're so high and lofty above it all. And, and to well, Cardinal, I like there cats. is a puppy cafe. Oh, well, you're an owl. You would love cats. Yeah. <laughs> to eat them. No, no. Yeah. Owls I really want to go to Japan because they have an owl cafe, and that's like my oh, dream. Oh, that would be until wow. they poop. Well, owl. I'm sure they don't let them poop on their heads. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they talk to all the owls before. Okay, now, owls, you understand that, that, that people pay a lot of money for this. And uh, please don't poop. And all the owls like get together and they said, we've had a discussion. And, and, and we've all slightly we've, crazy. We've all decided that we're not going to poop because <laughs> you have told us not to poop. Owls are going to poop they, when they, they poop. They don't poop much, though. They but when they do... They regurgitate everything. Don't did they? I ever tell yeah. you guys the owl poop story? Please don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I think you've talked about it on the show. Well, where the owl yeah. landed on the light post yes. and shit in my yeah, open you, window yeah. on my leather seats yes. when I just inherited Flatta. my dad. Yeah. That yeah. story has been told. Yeah, yeah owl's poop. Otherwise, Listen. my weekend was pretty boring, though. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucked. I did a cool tattoo, but that's about it. I actually... You know what? What? I'm not going to say much about your scene, Dell, but I did see Dell at a party. Dell? You can. It's fine. He was in a room, and I told him earlier, I was about to go, Hey, Dell, how you doing? And then I realized, in time to shut my fucking mouth. Because he was in the scene. naked, all tied up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe he doesn't want me yelling his fucking name out in the middle of a yeah, scene. Yeah, <laughs> we don't heckle in scenes. Oh, I caught <laughs> myself. Caught I was this close. You, like, walk in. You're like, the, Dell. The other friends that were chatting with me. Well, that's in yeah. a scene. I'm not going to stand out. Yeah, because that, that's yeah. something interesting to point out, that people can be social and laughing in their Within scene. Like, if the they're scene, in thing, yeah. That doesn't mean you're invited into that discussion. Right. And a lot of people are like, oh, they're, they're chatting, they're doing this. No, that's their scene. Right. You still give that space unless the they give... outside the room... I know the ones I'm chatting to, not like rando. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've had that before where we're being like fun, you know, you and I will be doing something. Or you and I will just be laughing or I'm playing with someone and you're like laughing. And then people are like, oh, it can be included. And they're just like, ah, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, we're, we're in a scene. And then they look all offended, you know, and it's like, hey. 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 <laughs> so I'm glad you showed some restraint, Kathy. It's a good example. To our listeners, god damn it. That's right. 
God damn it. <sighs> What's next? What's underwear graveyard? Yeah, I was just oh, looking at that. You know what? Do you remember how I got my underwear? I remember early, early, early that our listeners donated so you could so buy. So I could buy a whole set of underwear. Right, right. Yes. Um, they I've finally been died. using those ever since. And so after five we're years. Talking, we're talking like three years at least. Three years, one pair. Just well, Not just one <laughs> pair. It's one set. It was like 10 of them. Oh, okay. Or actually 12, I think. That's, that's so good. I pulled one out the other day. I'm about to put it out. You know how oh, pa- girls' panties have that double panel on yeah, the crotch, yeah. right? Sure. And I'm looking at it, and I see something strange. I look closer and realize that the inside panel is torn it's, it's to literally shreds. I mean, it's torn. I'm all, what the fuck is my labia doing to these fucking panties? Your labia is just snuggling. Nah, nah, nah. Just <laughs> I've snuggling. had moths eat mine before, and it's kind of annoying. It. You know what? Would you... Please explain how the moths got into your pants no, while you were walking. Get into while they're no. while I mean, the underwear is in my drawer. I mean, while you're taking a leak, you just go down and squat, and all of a sudden, eighty moths no. are like. <laughs> no, it's ah! while they're in the drawer, That's and the right. moths yes, get no in the moth. drawer. There's water in the drawer. No, my underwear. Oh, your underwear's in the drawer. Yikes! I'm like, why do you keep water in the drawer? I don't understand these things. Is this a girl thing that I don't understand? Never mind. The point is, I have to get new underwear now, but. Perverted I podcast just, listeners. No, I just <laughs> thought back and remembered. Holy fuck, it's been like three years. This is that's a good run. Of, that's a good, a run, good for run for underwear. underwear. Yeah, I don't because twelve years yeah, yeah, last yeah. like ten years. I have yeah. underwear from when I was in middle school. Still, Mew I'm has underwear. You. That oh my god, you know how valuable that would be. What? I've worn them did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yep. Sorry, Cre- Creative Explorer is like you should sorry. auction off the that Hollywood underwear. Daddy. And I'm like, no, Hollywood Daddy is going to buy that fucking underwear. Yeah, I know he used to buy. Actually, he cr- he mentioned him, and I said, no. I've done enough for this podcast letting that oh man my lick my oh. armpit. Which, by the way, still, I think, our fourth most popular video on our uh, Perverted Podcast YouTube channel is Hollywood Daddy making out with your armpit. Oh. It's like 70,000, 80,000. If it makes so you feel horrifying. any better, Kathy, I'm intentionally not watching it. I'm so glad to hear you say it. Thank you. Kathy's well reaction it. was so priceless. It was just horrible. I mean, Hollywood Daddy was a true sleazeball. He definitely he was. True <laughs> ball, but he just fucked with Kathy the whole time, and then just you know he just went in there, dragged it out, just went in there, and I look up and there's his girl filming it, and I'm like, what? Oh yeah, that's I don't good. Saying that. All right, so people have lived. Um, do you remember uh, a while back we asked people for give us ideas for pajama erotica? We need annoyingly bad rap, sure, sure. topics. We need haikus, and Lux sent us some, but. Uh, Nadeshigo sent us holy fuckballs. So many suggestions that this whole show is uh, thanks to that person. Brought to you Every by v- Nadeshigo. <laughs> the show perverted, perverted podcast. podcast. Brought to you by Nadeshigo. Oh, we're going to be using that for the next three years. That's her, great. This person's list. I don't forget who it is. But anyway, thank you very much, Nadeshigo, for sent- putting so much time into figuring out the fucking topics. There were some good ones. That's too. good. Yeah. I mean, our listeners are, are getting our... Uh, I mean, they've always been active, but, you know, and it goes kind of in waves. Like there's waves where like the listeners will be like ah you know why because we that, suck at some point and then they and feel like, they we gotta get in they there motivated <laughs> no because at some point I I think we shame them at some point I'm like everything starts to get like thin and I got hardly any to- only enough topics to last me for like two and you months, do that so. like. <sighs> You guys are just failing, Kathy. Yeah, and then yeah. we get a, just an onslaught of stuff that I'm all. Oh, thank God, material. Kathy's for the disappointment next few is palpable in this room. Four two four two two six twenty thirty seven. Four two four two two six twenty thirty seven. Yeah, I get it. 
But that's good. Yay. That's good. I, I got nothing other than Groudon's got released today. Uh, another Pokemon store. Oh, my God. The dudes yeah. that I drove around today, a 98% shiny Groudon fucking... I understand what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. I know. It's, it's pretty, another language. Pretty valuable. It looks I pretty cool. half of it. Huh? I understood half of it. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Muse just happy about shiny diglets, which diglets are amazing, Kathy, because it's just this little thing. I swear to God, it looks like a dick popping out of a glory hole. A diglet? That's a dick. It's a dick. It's called a diglet, but I swear to God, that's what it looks. Come on. Am I lying? You're not wrong. You're it just looks. You're it late to the meme. It looks. What? <laughs> there is a we meme that. No, it looks like a dick. Well, yeah, but it doesn't it look like a dick popping out of a glory hole? I don't think I ever thought glory hole, but it's like hello, 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 all of hello. The dicks for Doug Trio, Doug Trio, yeah, yeah, triple dicks, triple dicks. Did you just try to look up what that looks like? You no, to see what Grave it looks Explorer like? sent a text. Every once in a while, he sends thwap like he's hitting me, oh. but this time he sent pee pee thwap, pee pee thwap. <laughs> so he's whapping your pee pee. Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! life is a funky, kooky, nutty, kinky place with no shortage of cockshot avatars and chicks with cum all over their face. Yeah, and they got groups and events and shit like that. If you're interested. On a side note. <laughs> On a side note. Yeah, it's educational or something. You know what sucks is that Unger isn't here right now because he's doing his other stuff. And uh, there's so we're talking about him the whole time. He he was. I wanted him to be here to talk about the axe throwing, and this is actually a suggestion by him. He put my name in the comments, which I always appreciate. And that's the at Kathy when people put at Kathy. That's right, mm-hmm. at K A T H Y, and life. that will lead me. If you read something, sometimes I'll use it, sometimes I won't. But oh my God, does it help me when you guys do that? So Unger suggested this one is called "If You Want to Play with Me, You Can't Use Safe Words" by T X Sir. I'm so excited for We're this. We're getting ready for yeah, this. Yeah, you hear it every now and again. you got to handle this top back. That's right. He says, I heard these words uttered by a dom who's supposedly been around the block. And I was floored. Consent is what separates what we do from abuse. I get that longtime partners may not use safe words in their play because they know each other inside and out. But this guy's position is that if you want the honor of playing with him, you don't get a safe word. Now, he tried to rationalize his way around the issue, saying that safe words aren't necessary because he's so incredibly perceptive that he'd shut down any scene before there was a problem. There's a term for what he's doing, and it's not BDSM. It's grooming. Grooming for abuse. If you encounter a player on the BDSM scene who has a problem with safe words, you're not talking with a dominant. You're talking with an asshole. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so many, so many, so many thoughts. Yes. So many thoughts. Who would like to? Uh, Owl should begin. Owl. Oh Lord. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I actually read this post when I uh, saw Kathy post it in the perverted podcast thing. <gasps> Yay! Thank <laughs> you for noticing that. Um, I want to say, not using safe words kind of has to do with like how long you've known this partner what you've negotiated beforehand because there's some instances where if you've been with someone long enough like yeah you don't really need safe words anymore like they kind of know what your limits and boundaries are and they know what not to push what they can push and you don't really need safe words at that point if you've negotiated it beforehand but if you're playing with someone brand new then yes definitely use safe words it's never safe to not use safe words in that situation because you don't know what this person's going to do. And you could still use safe words and get fucked over, but, you know. Yeah, sure. 
Absolutely. So I think it Kathy. depends. Kathy. Yeah, I, I think you're right because uh, I I don't use safe words with Creative Explorer, but and actually our safe word was always just stop. We didn't need to do anything else. But uh, he yeah he's a perfect example actually because he's to the point where he can tell what that something is up and he'll slow it down and, I'll, and later I'll be like, how did you know? And he said, well, I could totally tell that you were, your reaction was completely different. Yeah. But at some point you can really read people's body language and figure out uh, once you've played with them for a long time. When can you? The kind of, is that a hundred percent? Well, not always. You've no. never made that mistake topping people. You've never assumed that they were okay, but they were just not saying something. I also and then top people very often. Well, <laughs> let me tell you somebody who tops a lot of people. Um, uh, you don't know. I don't care how experienced you are. I've fucking beaten a lot of asses. I played with a lot of people. I've done hundreds of play scenes, but I can't really assume everything that's going on in the inside. Even people that I know, even people that I've been in relationships for years, there is always going to be some moment that I, in my absolute perfection, I can't interpret what's in your head. So I may be able to uh, know body language. I may be able to know. Uh, quite a bit about you. I'm not saying that the that there aren't people that are really, really good, but to pretend that anybody is perfect or can do something perfectly every time or that the Dom isn't going to be having a bad day where maybe they aren't as perceptive as they think they are. And to at, make it an absolute, I th- I just get pissed off at absolutes. That's the thing that, that bugs me. You are absolutely correct. I, I, I mean, in five years, uh, I don't think Mew, other than being at a forest fire, that Mew got scared of and literally screamed red while Bunny, her, and I were going and looking at a forest fire, and we got really close, and it was amazing, and she started screaming red because she got scared. And we had we talked about it on the show, I think. And uh, other than that, I don't think we've ever you've ever called a safe word, Mew? Maybe... Maybe once. Yeah, but you haven't banned safe words from your relationship. No, this, and is, and this is about someone who says no safe words that's ever. What, that's what I'm saying. And, and first off, going back to the wild Jews raised in the wilderness, lawyers, I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck what you say. You can say anything you want. You can tell a person that you're going to play with and dominate anything you want. The law says at any time that somebody does not like what is going on, that they can speak up for themselves. End of story. I mean, that as far as the law, you can say, I can interpret, you can say all of these things, and that's great, and lots of people that play, they don't use safe words, and, and it doesn't happen a whole lot, but you cannot legally say that if you're going to play with me, I am completely in control, and uh, and that you can't do that. Well, you can. You just you can't. You, you would be. You would now. Kind of role you would be breaking. Point. You would exactly. be breaking the law yeah. at that point. If somebody, if somebody was at that, is where you can go and say, "I said stop," and this person because they negotiated some bullshit an hour earlier and said, "I have no," because I've had this. I've taught. I've talked to multiple people who have gone into these situations when they were young and they were dumb and ignorant and didn't understand and they thought oh this is how it's supposed to be but the, every but the examples you're bringing up are young people or new people or people who don't have a lot of experience the thing is that i know people who play like that they're mm-hmm. perfectly aware of the mm-hmm. dangers they like skirting that danger sure. it is an absolutely not something that i would ever try um, and i don't imagine 
I can't imagine a scenario where I would be okay with it. Sure. So, but I know people who do it, and these people are responsible, and they take the um, they take the possibility of danger on themselves. They know both parties do, but this is the way that they want to play. I what I have a serious problem is what he's talking about a, a some a, an older gentleman who goes to a munch and specifically targets young people and t- or new people mm-hmm. and tells them uh, I don't you have use to trust safe me. words ever to, yeah. and if you want to play with me that's the way you have to play that is one dangerous motherfucker sure. that's a huge red flag yeah, yeah. yeah a, but a person who's new doesn't know that's a red flag yeah. they only know what they've the seen fantasy. in videos or what they read in books and so they imagine oh this must be a real dominant which is un- unfortunate because he's actually the exact opposite of that a total fake dominant and so this is why this uh, uh, poster is so uh, was so upset. Wrote a really ag- aggressive piece about uh, you encounter anybody like this, walk away from him because the the few the narrow margin of people within the scene who responsibly pay play with no safe word are doing so with the full knowledge that things can go really bad. Sure. And they both are adults and they accept it and they've been in the scene long enough to understand exactly how bad things can go. New people though and someone, uh, this apparently happened at a public event and it made a lot of people upset. And I frankly think that's a really good thing because that means their local community is on top of things or at least somebody is speaking up and saying that's not right i completely agree uh it it really is this is one of those things where there is no absolutes and absolutely understand consensual non-consent and the hotness of it and people say i know the risk and then of course we can get into there's people that actually um fantasize very heavily about real rape and being punched in the face and knocked bloody and unconscious there's you there there is absolutely a spectrum that you can go all the way up to where it is clearly abuse and clearly illegal obviously yes and self-harm but when you are teaching and when you come into a new situation like a munch or you come into a new class or whatever, I think it is very important to start with a very hard line that at any time the law says and our community says that at any time if you really need to get out of something, there is nothing that can stop you from stopping your own scene. There is nothing. There is no guilt. There is no disappointment. There is no domly butthurt. There is nothing that can actually stop you. I mean, other than the person being an abuser and a rapist, there is nothing that says that you can't say, I was wrong about our negotiation. I need to stop now. And yeah, that's the even more unfortunate part is that if you don't realize that until you're well into the relationship or at least even not even well into the relationship, somewhat deep into the relationship, it's almost almost impossible to find a way to extricate yourself from that because you you take on you internalize all that and take and, and feel shame mm-hmm. for not being able to. Uh, be, be a true submissive wants. or you know and that's where guilt and shame and that's where we talk about it we're talking we're talking in a lot of hypotheticals because the reality is is that most of the people that get caught in these types of situations don't speak up and we try to train people oh use your safe words you whatever but the reality is is a lot of people get scared of their pride they get scared of disappointing somebody that they're not going to like me they're not going to approve of me they're going to talk about me as being not a you know cuz they don't know and that's really the issue the issue is that we aren't spending enough time as a community training and empowering people 
to be able to say no for themselves to where we don't have to panic over something like this. We don't have to we don't have to say this show and say, "Oh, oh, this guy's bad. This guy's bad. Don't do it." We should be able to train our people to say they can see this for themselves. I'm not going to do this. Well, I think it also like it should be the community's responsibility to try to teach people to look for these red flags and things like that. But I also think it, you know, kind of falls back on the person Personal as well because they, they have to actually want to go out and seek this knowledge and you know figure this stuff out before they start playing with people and stuff but not a lot of people do absolutely yeah. but what if you don't know you only know what you know until you find out from somewhere that you don't know it and usually that's a bad experience so what we're and this is where we come back to the balance between personal responsibility you should be uh, if you're going to get in this type of lifestyle you are responsible for yourself. Ultimately, no matter what happens to you, you have some level of responsibility to take care of that. But then on the experience side, where we, the people that supposedly have some sort of experience, understand and see things that the new people like Kathy talks about, they don't even see. It's not even on their radar. They're, it's like that whole, you know, believe in Santa Claus, trust, you know, trust your authorities, trust your elders, you know, we're, we're programmed as children that you're supposed to listen to certain people and that you're supposed to trust. And, and by nature, we want to tribe up and trust. So it's a hurdle to get over to be able to see that, wait, am I supposed to be asking more questions? Am I supposed to be seeking more? Am I supposed to be more distrustful? Am I supposed to not? You know, there's an yeah. actual, there's a cognitive dissonance, I think, that goes against. Unfortunately, if somebody th- like this is able to capture a new person at a munch or at a public event and pull them away from that community in time, mm-hmm. that person will not have access to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, Del, do you have anything to say or no? You covered well, right. what I was going to say. Anything going on in the chat room? Um, yes, there is the ingenious slash terrifying invention of sunscreen that has glitter in it. <gasps> oh, dear oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, good God. Lord. Is it at least not plastic glitter, so it's not just going in the ocean? No, I'm not and... sure about the plastic, but <laughs> it's... there were multiple ones, so they had them high enough so it wasn't just, like, vanity sunblock. Like, it was actually decent grade, not, like, 10. Oh. That does nothing. You need at least, like, 50 or something But if the glitter is plastic, then it goes in the ocean, and you're just... Mylar, you're killing things. I was more worried about would it be functional as an actual sunblock? I'm more concerned about the environment like personally. <laughs> Screw people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the split between these wow, two. Wow, you and Bunny would just have... I mean, Bunny would just literally, because we started <laughs> towards the end, because she obviously, everything was glitter, glitter, and I, and towards the end, it started kind of affecting, because she was able to just displace the killing sea life and killing things, because <laughs> glitter is just literally so fine and so small that literally it is just ingested, and it flushes down the toilet or down the drain, and so much of it just winds up right back in the ocean and all the fish are eating it and whatever and mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying glitter you know so that's why now they have all these biodegradable mm-hmm. glitters and edible glitters and yeah. things like that and that's great so bunny would be caught between these two oh my like, yeah I know who to believe. <laughs> and she knows you know she would know logically because she loves all animals and sea turtles and you know and all the things in the ocean and whatever but then there's that it's glitter and it's sparkly and humans are so shitty that even though we know we're just destroying everything, we still get in our cars. We still do the things and make up our stories. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
You're in we're, a bad mood, aren't you? Humans are just <laughs> shitty. We're just... We're just you, the, you agree with, with that, don't I, you, Al? Yeah. No. For the, for the sunblock, I just looked it up. It is biodegradable glitter. Oh, oh good. Nice. Yay, good for them. <laughs> now she's going to go out and buy it. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, but then there's the issue of the sunblock itself that is also destroying, um, you know, the they reefs. They do make so- sunblock that's doesn't hurt coral reefs but i feel like because you have all these people's kathy you have all these people swimming around with sunblock around the coral reefs we're on a different topic pumpkin no but we've been just (laughs) on this too long different pop well yeah because it washes off of you and then it actually blocks the sun from the coral reef and then we're fucking just shitty dude there was so much dead coral in thailand it made me sad agent smith was right and vicky was right. Just remember that. Okay. If you know the two movies, obviously. <sighs> Yikes. Let's move on. You know what we just need to get into? Haiku Attack! This is a pajama erotica. Even though none of us are in pajamas. I was going to be naked, but I didn't have time to I was going to be undress. too, but they stole my modesty Do you <laughs> Modesty. Look, first of all, let me just say you always have time to undress. <laughs> Should I just do it now? <laughs> Boogie? Well, I'm going to say yes. That's a good idea. That's well, pajamas. While you guys do your haikus, then I will get undressed. Okay, okay. I'm going to say it real slow. Kathy, um, Don't get what? distracted now. Our haiku, are we going to do leather first? <laughs> Tails getting undressed too. Oh, Yay! No. Oh. Tails going to be naked. He's taking yes. off his pants. You look that way. I'll look that, that way. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. I am just... I'm happy. Wow. Why is that all over your body? Al has really good calves. Oh, he's got cupping marks all nice. over his butt. Go look, look no, at his cupping no, marks. No, I'm looking at... He's covered I'm, now. I'm looking at the nudity over here. He's covered now. Yeah. that's. I even put a blanket down on your chair, so I'm not... Thank you. Don't put your <laughs> nutsack on my fucking chair. I'm leaving my underwear Welcome. on, but there's also a blanket under here. You me. can be completely squidge all over that chair, uh, and I'll just... Double move. standards. <laughs> it's not a double, double standard. There are, it's not, because it's not equal. One They're is a man and one pubes. is a woman. They're both genitalia. No, there are two different. I believe that they're uh, they're you, you just in your old mind. You're <laughs> like, yeah, I believe there's a difference. I believe. Oh wait, the the music went away <laughs> while we're talking. Shut up! There's nudity. The nudity I want. You have yours. You have. Dell looks like he's been beaten. He's got so many cups. He has been on. beaten. They're also on my back. They're everywhere. <laughs> All right. So our first haiku attack is leather. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathy, would you like to start? Sure. Stranger stands in line. He won't notice if I just lean in, take a whiff. Haiku attack! Whiff! I like the smell of leather. Owl. Owl. Oh, oh, my turn. Okay. Yes. Skin from an animal. Collars, boots, jackets, and vests. Lasts forever. Hot. She hit all the high marks there. <laughs> it was so deep. Haiku attack. That was so, oh wait, I gotta hit that. Thing's too loud. It kind of is loud. There we go. I'm gonna save that. Thanks. Now that's the level. Are you ready? Here's my uh, my haiku. Soft kangaroo balls being sniffed by pretty girls resting on her face. Haiku attack! Why a kangaroo? Because they sell kangaroo 
nutsack, baggies, leather testicles. <laughs> they use them in stuff. Bookie. And I just pictured just smacking someone in the face I with that. I don't know why I wasn't expecting something like that. I know. It I had something you by, else that by was surprise darker. and it shouldn't. <laughs> I had something else that was a little darker, but I, I opted into uh, kangaroo balls. Kangaroo balls is just uh, that's the uh, that's what we do here. Mailbox. Yay! What? <laughs> it's so funny. Yay! It was so short bus. That was great. It was short bus, wasn't it? Yay! We're gonna talk. This is by Magna. You know Magna. Magna. Magna is a liquid uh, hot Magna. Mag- magma. <laughs> liquid hot ma- Scott. Scott. Come here. <laughs> Give me a hot. I'm cool. I'm with I'm it. With it. <laughs> you and I latch onto a movie. We talk about so nothing else. <laughs> Uh, she's a Patreon supporter. She once had a dream that Boogie was her guru. She wrote into us. You don't remember that? I kind used of to do. live in LA, moved to North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She broke her ankle when she w- and she joked about being an obsessed super fan with no light. Oh, that is so. Sad. <laughs> you know what? You and I have to come up with a list of things you have to achieve in order to gain the title obsessed fan with no light. <laughs> Do I have to play this new jingle? We would like to say hello to all our pee-pee zombies. Pee-pee zombie, pee-pee zombie, pee-pee zombie, zombie! Is that the noise you make when you have sex? <laughs> I don't know, is it? <laughs> Mew, is it? <laughs> yes! She said yes. <laughs> what, what is that jingle for? You just wrote a PP Zam jingle. That's cool. Why PP Zombies? I want to start writing more like hello to our PP Zombies, Aww. and you know, because we have a lot, a lot of zombies now, we and do. Zams and Zam and echoes and, and zips and zits and reverse echoes. Jesus and, yeah, Christ! The whole so okay, thing. so magma. Magna, magma, wrote and said, "Hey, PP people, it's been a while. Wow, that's a fucking PP people." Pee-pee-pee. <laughs> It's been a while since I've written in. I'm a pee-pee Zam who's been listening for over a year, and I'm still just as obsessed with the show as I was when I began listening. I can't thank you guys enough for the work that you all put into the podcast. It's had such an amazing impact on my life and my marriage. Every single episode gets my wheels turning, opening up my mind and heart to different perspectives, and of course, has me laughing hysterically. I'll never stop listening. Well, that's a fucking super fan <laughs> with no life. I am committed <laughs> to tolerate this for as long as it takes. <laughs> and she says, I'm writing in not only to thank you for being such awesome folks, but to let you know that my par- partner and I are taking our first trip to Japan. I know Boogie has expressed interest in Japanese culture, so I thought it'd be fun to let you guys know where we are going and that we plan to plant the PP flag all oh, over Tokyo and Osaka. Yay. Oh, my God. That's awesome. If you guys are into it, I'd love to send some pics while we are there. I, uh, By the way, yes. I just wrote back and said, yes. Yes, send us pics. We also plan on going to a few kink events while we're there, and I'd love to share that with you guys, too. So let me know what you feel about that. I'm like. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Send yeah, us every fun. fucking thing you fun. have. The PP flag is going Just to Japan. Well, you, you threw the guilt trip on people last time. <laughs> now they're like, okay, well, we're, we booked a trip to Japan. We'll, we'll go, <laughs> go ahead and put that up. Oh, oh so my funny. God. Wait. Oh. What? What's wait. wrong? We never do the PP news. and. <laughs> I'm shaking things up a bit. Oh, really? Okay. You didn't? 
Come on, join! No. You forgot the jingle, didn't you? Well, yeah. It's even pee-pee news. Pee-pee news. I can't even remember the PP report. I don't know. Makes a new it jingle. Like forgot s- the jingle. Net zero. Net zero. Yes. It sounded like a breaking news kind of thing. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
Gentle pinch of skin, deep sigh and brain falling down. Do not wake up, drop. And from Livy, <laughs> sharp and stabby fun, slides through the skin like butter. It will end with blood. <laughs> thank cool. you. That's really cool. Tell them thank you so much for writing. We, we always say people should write in, not too many do. So that's really that's nice of them. That's I good. Like okay, it. Kathy, what's yours? Mine is puncture pop, it's through. Not good pain, I just might spew. Do it all to Mew. Oh! <laughs> bravo, bravo, bravo. Mew will like it, not I'll do me. mine and then you do yours? Sure. Okay, you're going to bring us home. Oh, God. Bring us home. I just, uh, little spikes piercing, explore the flesh under flesh, paint a kitty face. Because <laughs> that's what you do when oh, there's blood. Oh, my God. That's you what you do, kitty face. face. Okay. Kitty face. All right. Um, okay. Stab me so, so much. Higher and higher I fly, never coming down. Haiku attack! That's by far the best one. Dell, you don't Yay. have one? Uh, I have one. Yes. Yay! Um, mine is stabbing implements into the flash of my back while lying down. Haiku <laughs> That's very literal. Yeah. <laughs> there was also poffinoffs of stab, stab, stabby, stab, sanguine joy forming rivulets, pale flesh, and liquid garnet. Oh, wow. That is so... Po- sanguine what? What? Uh, sanguine joy forming rivulets. Sanguine oh, oh God, joy forming rivulets is eight. Yep, they messed up. <laughs> that was so... I like it. I don't care. That's cool. Boogie is a, is a haiku snob. I am... Somebody has to not see this. No, somebody you. doesn't. <laughs> really? Super <laughs> tell the haiku is five. Five on seven on five. No boogie. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> you are no longer haiku worthy. Where, where is this going? That I is the worst know. German accent. I was. My mom was German. You'd think I would have a better German You'd accent. Think so, and yet. But you I don't. did. Mom, teach me some German. Fuck you. Go to school. That's why I don't know any German or French because she spoke fluent both. But I'm not bitter. Haiku attack. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. And now she's dead. <laughs> oh, God. Did I mention that? She's dead. Both our moms are dead. You liked yours. I miss mine terribly. Oh. Yeah. Well, that balances out the universe, doesn't it? Does it? it does. You hated hers. I love mine. I, I guess that does balance out. I farted on her grave, and that was the last. I you know, that, that was how I let it all go. Just let it go, you know. Just went and threw a little toot on her brain, little grave. Yeah, I don't get you guys. You and Creative Explorer are the same. He had a, I don't think he minds, but he did not have a good It wasn't a healthy. He had a very abusive father. Sure. And yet he can be in the same room with him because he said, oh, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, the same, I don't same with my dad. I yeah. don't understand you guys. I, you guys, I don't let things go. Some things, my, my motto is some things are not forgivable. And so there are things that. I will not let go of. I don't know if that's healthy or not, but because everyone always says you should let go of things, you should forgive and forget. I there are some things I absolutely won't. Well, I just don't like to waste my energy focusing on negative things in my life. You're absolutely right. I actually, you're right. I don't like wasting my energy. I feel like my anger at certain things is out, out of my control. I don't want to. My logical brain says, you are wasting your energy on this. And the other angry part of me is, so what? I can't help it. I'm furious and I'm not forgiving. 
Where did we go? Why did I go I think <laughs> there's no absolutes, just like we talked about before. There aren't absolutes, yeah. but because I have family members that I have absolutely not talked to in 20 years, and I have no desire to. Go in peace. You're a toxic person. Um, you have a long history of toxicity, and you don't seem to have changed at all. My dad, on the other hand, after my mom croaked, completely reinvented himself in Buddhism and meditation, and, you know, he's been sober 36 years, and... And he actually, I mean, there's still parts of him that he's still a dick, and I don't, he doesn't listen to the show. But if he did, he knows he's a fucking <laughs> dick. Fuck him. But there are other parts of him that are, are actually um, very relatable, and, and we get along very well um, now. Um, the the past is, is what it is, and I don't think anybody should be. And that's one thing, like, when you get to, like, uh, making amends and all that shit in the program where you're getting sober and what whatever and everyone has their opinion about it and my point of view is you survive how you have to survive that you have to deal with you is there a benefit from letting go of certain resentments and pain and anger absolutely you live longer um, the more resentments you have the more just fucking and I'm a hateful motherfucking person and you know that so um the longer, the more of that that dwells in there, the more that you're just sympathetic, just constantly in that thing. So, obviously, if you can let go of shit, let go of it. Because it's not making anyone else miserable but you. Well, it, uh, yeah. There, the, actually, for me, personally, the things that I'm referring to are certain people that um, I, I don't ever want to see again. I want to be in your presence. And if, you, if I am in your presence... Um, I am furious at you. Mm-hmm. But these pl- people don't hold a very conscious place in my daily living of life because right. I simply don't think about them. It's just that when I do, no, motherfucker, I'm not ever forgiving you. Go sure, away. Sure. So, yeah, if I were living with this anger a lot, yeah, stress really will fuck your life up. But since I'm not, you know, yeah, my father, same, go, go, yeah, go, go live somewhere else. Yeah. I never want to talk to you again. Yeah. I think I think forgiveness. Is, I think a lot of people think forgiveness means now I want to suck your dick or something. Like I want to love you and whatever. I think it's just giving up the right, giving up your own right to hate because it's just toxic to me. And I'm not good at it. Yeah. But I, it's just all I'm doing is just saying you can still go be the biggest piece of shit that you are and you will always be. But I don't have to feed into it anymore, and I don't have to give power to it. And that takes. A lot of years to do and with my mom I had to do it multiple times it wasn't just one time that I forgave her you know because all that programming and shit and that she did and my dad and all that shit that it comes back there's not there's not it's not like a little button that oh I dealt with that sometimes it has to to be you have to keep giving away that pain because it was just killing she's been dead since fucking 95 you know I have to live with all my programming and resentments and whatever, and I'm an adult. So at some point, I have to make that decision for myself. No, that's true. I I like the side topic we just jumped on. That was a good topic. This is very much like half a pee-pee. This is what you and I do the whole fucking show, is just go off on Everyone else is kind of like, oh, well, talking mommy issues, which, by the way, who doesn't have some sort of mommy or daddy issues? What do you mean by mommy and daddy issues? That people say, oh, you got mommy issues. Who Everybody doesn't? Like, does. who? everyone has something where the parents didn't a panda validate them. The freaking show. I think she just has to urinate. Go, go. I like the little... Can you show me your butt first? Thank you, Pumpkin. That. I really have to pee, but I'm holding it in. Well, you're a guest host. So. You're a guest <laughs> you're host. A I'm stuck here. <laughs> you are, she's like, can you just move it? Uh, do you need to go potty? Just I can I can hold it. She can hold it. Okay, Maybe you can hold it. Like That's that. fine. But we're flexible here. 
Kathy and I I'm, can. I'm going to go. You just go pee. <laughs> I mean, what would be cool is if you had a bowl and we just made you pee right in the that bowl. Would I mean, that could be. Oh my cool. God, that would be Mew, no. get a bowl. No, Mew. What? Don't get a bowl. Oh, that would be so I mean, hot. I'll do it. That would be so hot. Over the trash can. Squat over the trash can. No, not my trash can. Yeah, squat over the trash can. No, why are you deciding what it is? We should, look, Mew's should, like, should I'll I, get a should bowl. Should I go and pee or am I peeing in here? What's going on? Oh, just go pee. <laughs> Kathy's. No. You don't like. You can if you, you want to. Like, I just don't really want any part of it. Okay. I, I don't, there's it's not nothing like wrong with it. Play. Go ahead. No, no, it's too late now. It's the too late now. Dead. She's leaving. But back to the issues of next my dad. Time, next time, Al, we will do a pee on the show. Okay, good. Thumbs oh, up. She good. has to squat over the trash can. I want to see that. No. Okay. That I want to see. Can I put a bowl in the trash can so she doesn't actually pee in my trash can? No, there's I plastic guess I could, in it. I guess I could hose it out. Yeah, like that's going to... S- you put a few in there. Okay. Mew. Yeah. Mew. Mew is literally <laughs> sitting in the hot seat. Now, how did you... You never sat there. This never happens. Mew. Unless it was on someone's lap. Mew, Mew. You've just blown Dell's mind. <laughs> Look at that. Mew has just said it. I thank you. That's very, very good observational skill. She Mew, saw. what do you think of the show so far? Mew. Ah, oh, she likes it. It's very good. They're do you have any uh, to their namesake? Do you have any uh, opinions about family resentments and dealing with family and letting go? Mew mew mew. Oh, oh I, I understand. All right. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's very good. Well, I know I know Mew, um, you know, for a while, and, and the things that that uh, she works on, and, and I think that was a, a good bit of advice you just gave the perverted podcast listeners. Mew. Yeah, that's very good. She's very humble. So we're good. So what is some fucking advice, by the way? Some fucking advice because uh, we're lean pickings. I um, I actually didn't have. I have more. Oh, is this the guilt part again? Yes, this is. A, I, I had have a lot of perverted music. mailbox. Um, Guilt fodder, music, but not in a, a lot of some fucking advice fodder. So, oh I'm like, okay. yeah, people I had have to take ask one more from, questions from the class you taught, which is actually a really good question. Is BDSM a form of escapism, or is it a form of self discovery? Mew, what's your answer? Mew. Oh, oh she's okay. A, she's very good. Right answer. Very good. So I thought it would be fun if we asked everybody in the room. Uh, right now is Del you <laughs> like <me>. everyone's left <laughs> but when when Maybe. owl comes back what uh how you feel about that is the answer pro- i can imagine for everyone here is going to be a little of both so if you can give a percentage of how much is one f- in your life and well, how much and then talk about it whatever okay it good, for you. yeah 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 so, so let's Del. uh for me maybe like 10 or 25 i didn't have any like physical issues but like just neglect so the amount of attention you get from like scening is so much more than I find from normal villa- vanilla relationships. Mm. But so that's the dis- the discovery part. Yeah, yeah the escapism. Okay. Part. And, and I would say like for like blanket usage, like I don't know. It depends on like how you go in, a- in with it. Of like I know I don't have any like hidden traumas. Like just a bit of neglect. It's like I'm not like trying to compensate. Of I love being beaten because I was beaten as a child. Like mm. for me, that isn't it. Like that might be for some people, but that's honestly just not for me. Like that isn't me. It might be a thing, but I don't assume everyone in the scene is doing it because they've been hurt as a child or something. Sure, sure. Wow. Okay. Boogie. Al, um, Mew uh, kept your seat warm and left her phone to go up your ass. Oh, that's your phone and your that's phone. That's my okay. phone. She okay. was sitting on my phone. That's nice. Well, she warmed it for you uh, and had some really, really um, interesting, insightful, insight. just yeah. incredibly, c- very, really, very, very yeah. compelling. Um, and so, uh, Kathy, the topic. Oh, we're asking: Is BDSM a form of escapism, or is it a form of self-discovery? And everyone gives their opinion, and then says how much percentage of each for them is it? Oh, okay. So, Boogie, um, you want to go? Oh, no, want- no, go ahead. Let me think about it for a okay. second. Um, 
Discovery, absolutely. I I love everything I do in life is is about discovery um, because that's where all my creativity comes from is unlocking new doors and seeing new uh, ways to put things together. When you're writing a song, it's it's about taking different aspects of things and creating something that connects to somebody or has a message or a story. Sexuality is, is, is very much about discovery and, and interpreting my partners, you know, and finding out the dynamics of that individual, you know, what makes them, what turns them on, what, what makes them scared, what makes them, you know, happy, you know, all of the different things, um, so as far as discovery, I'm going to say probably, I guess it would really depend on how much I need to escape because escapism for me is as a, as a drug addict and an alcoholic and food and all of the different things and my insanity and manic and, and all of the things that I go in my mind, there's definitely that moment in play where I have to get away. And that's one of the things about topping that is so great of an escapism is that when I have to focus, especially when it's like more than one, you know, because that's two different completely sets of dynamics and body language of two different people. Like I have no choice but to escape and, and completely be focused on what I'm responsible for, which is, is, you know, the person that's under me. Right. So, um, I don't know. I don't think I have a range. It really depends on which, but, but definitely I would say 50, 50, 150, 250, three, five. Just shooting numbers out. Just shooting numbers out. It really, it really depends. But there is an equal. It definitely there are both. And I don't think all escapism has to necessarily. People associate escapism with negativity, like oh, you're just doing this to escape, which absolutely can have a dynamic uh, and a ratio of of negativity there. But reading a book is escapism. Yeah, you know, going to you know a a game or seeing sports or watching a fireworks show or watching a movie. There are so many forms of giving ourselves permission to take a little bit of a break from our chaotic lives or our stress or whatever. That in a healthy way, I don't, I don't think it's when you stay in that that it can become definitely. That's true. I actually feel the same way about escapism than you do because um, escape is another way of describing escapism is balancing your life because you can't have too much of nonstop work uh, dealing with things you don't want to deal with dealing with stressful things you have to balance it with fun escapey things so to me escapism just means you're 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 balancing your life um but you're right you go too far and it's it's detrimental for me i overwhelmingly it's an escapism really yeah, yeah so, uh, because i don't get to be uh, submissive in life. And so the only time I can do it is with Creative Explorer. To where you feel safe because you're... It's like this little bubble that I enter into every weekend that we get together. And then when I leave, regular it's life just comes adulting. back in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I would say, ooh, 70% escapism, 30% wow. self-discovery. But the weird thing is that self-discovery um, seems to have a, a bigger impact on me because the things that I have discovered about myself are pretty big. And so it feels like it's more, but it really isn't. So, uh, escapism is what it really is for me. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Owl? I would have to agree mostly with you, Kathy. For me, it's, it's more of the escapism because my everyday life is very stressful and hey. very chaotic. And 
honestly, like if I go more than two weeks without doing some sort of kinky thing, I just start like I feel like more anxious, more like I don't know. I just I just, like it's it's like something that I kind of need fairly regularly in my life, or I just start to go kind of I don't want to say crazy, but it just gets harder for me to like deal with all the stress and the anxiety and all that stuff. Right. Um, but it is also still about exploring, especially since I'm f- still fairly new to the scene. I've only been in for like a little over a year now. I'm still like learning all these things that I enjoy. I'm still learning, like going to classes all the time. Like there's still a lot that I'm learning about myself and other people and things. And so I, I would probably say it's like 40, 60. It's like 40 exploration, 60 um, escapism for me. What did nice. you do before you uh you found kink and in, in that aspect of self harm so <laughs> your so your escapism was a little more negative yeah i you're mean the, we're you're the opposite of what people think that uh, people in the kink and bdsm are like that they're uh, they've been abused your yours is is healthy to the point of if you weren't doing it you're going to hurt yourself i wouldn't say that that's healthy though cuz i'm still you just it could be you're just finding another 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 king. Well, there's yeah. levels of severity. Like, go having a scene is healthier coping than cutting yourself. I well, agree. yeah, and yeah. I make sure when I go into scenes, I'm not in like a bad mood or like in that mood where I'd want to self harm. Like, I never play if I'm ever in that mood. I make sure that I'm in like a happy place and that it has nothing to do with me being in a bad mood and needing to self harm, dude. That's actually very important. What you're saying, that kind of yeah. self responsibility, to make sure you don't go into a scene in a bad headspace. Yeah, I've had situations where I've had to cancel scenes because I was just in a bad headspace, and I was like, I know this is going to be bad for me if I do it. Like, I have a new play partner that I was supposed to play with over the weekend, and I had to cancel on him because I was like, I'm just in a really bad headspace right now. I just can't. Like, I know I'm going to end up having a horrible time. So. Right. Yeah. I, connects a bit to last week when we were talking about like not playing in anger or like some people yeah yeah Yeah. what Dell says is actually really important um you actually uh oh shoot i lost my train of thought damn i hate it when that happens in the middle of a show (laughs) what'd you say Dell? um not playing in anger before that last week when we were talking about like no before that before that you were saying Dell, save her find out what she was thinking you're (laughs) good at you're good at you're gonna say something based off of what i was saying about not playing when I know I'm in that bad headspace. And you responded in some way. With connecting to last week of not playing in anger. Yeah, that's yeah it's a, this is a lost cause. Let's I was like, I'm just watching. I'm <laughs> just going to let the like listeners volleyball game. We're all trying to like <laughs> dig into Kathy's head. Now, where did you last put that thought, Kathy? You know, I'm did, you, <laughs> did you leave it on a chair next to your purse? Maybe I'm going to be listening to the show and going, God damn it, that's what it was. Just write a note, Kathy, and we'll, we'll give next it back. Week. Because everyone's going to be on the edge of their seat. Yeah, now. just sitting there going, Kathy Wait, was I thinking of, something. I thought of one last thing that I wanted to say. Um, the playing actually kind of helps me, helps prevent me from getting to the point where I want to self-harm. I got it. There you go. Sorry. Go ahead. Write it down. Write it down. That's all I want to say. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. Go, Kathy. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> you were mentioning that there are levels of... Uh, ways of coping. Yes. That I I hate it when people immediately label anything that you do in order to deal with something as unhealthy uh. or if you were healthy you wouldn't need that mm. thing. Uh. Yeah. We absolutely cope. We find ways of coping. And you have to be very very sure of yourself if you label the way someone is coping as unhealthy because 
I think that most of the times you find something that works for you. And you can label everything that we do as coping. Somewhere, yeah. and I hate that sometimes, oh, the way they, they cope is that they, get, they sit in a chair in a quiet room and they read a book. And we say, oh, well, that's very healthy. And, but Except you're introverted. You should be going outside and being extroverted and learning how to do it. There's always somebody that's going to be able to exactly. say this It's absolutely is, true, but yeah. there are some things that are automatically thought of as good and healthy. And other things, like if, if you were to tell anybody, oh, I like to bend over and be spanked, they'd go, oh, my God, there's something wrong with you. You need to get some therapy. It all has to do with society. That's it's true. In my opinion, it all has to do with my fucking survival. I have to navigate this one. life. Rule one, don't die. Yeah, a new rule number one, <laughs> don't die. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. And you know what? If something that I do is deemed unhealthy by somebody, but it gets me through the goddamn day, yeah. including drugs, alcohol. Pokemon. Pokemon, whatever <laughs> you have to do. That fucking shiny Grudon looked pretty cool, but it wasn't oh mine. Oh, my God. But no, whatever you have to do, I mean, the hope. If you have hope, and a lot of people don't have hope, if you have hope that at some point, uh, even if something you do is maybe not the fastest path to healthy thinking and self-awareness and self-love and, and all that thing, that, that the hope is is that you will keep seeking that. Uh, cutting for me was about survival. People, It was not about suicide. It was about not killing myself because if I wanted to kill myself, I would have dug the knife straight in. But I was trying to survive a moment that I couldn't handle emotionally. So when I cut myself with the knife or the scissors, it released something in me that took away that agony. And so that was survival. You know, drugs and alcohol were about survival. A lot of these things that are considered negative, you know, Yes, they're not going to work for long. And eventually they won't work. And eventually it'll start destroying your life. But ultimately, you got to do what you got to do to make it through the day. And and my hope is, is that in BDSM and kink and play and our sexuality, that we are all communicating and that we are all discovering ourselves. And we are trying to find the best and healthiest ways uh, to navigate this. That's what I think. That's nice. Fuck them. Like Fuck them. Let's move on. <laughs> Fuck them. Why are we going to move on? There's only one more thing, and you guys didn't do it. You. Oh, Sorry. poor Boogie. You guys left me alone. He's the only one. Boogie, you, you know why that is? Why? Because we only like your raps. No, They're Kathy. Awesome. You, Kathy, you always. We only want you singing, especially Aki, who wants no. a birthday song. Oh, my God. Annoyingly Aki wants what? A birthday rap. song by Boogie, or story time, even. It's a bir- It's her birthday? <sighs> This week, apparently, yeah. This week, apparently, I love that. Aki. She's asking if she's getting something this week or next week. I'm like, I'll ask. How about a finger? Just a birthday finger? <laughs> Dick, did he? Do you have the birthday song on? Ask her when her birthday is. Next okay. week. Okay. I never got the birthday song. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, you need to have that on standby. People are so needy. Because the reason I don't have it on standby is we, you know, we have a 1,000 listeners, Kathy. So? About a 1,000 a week. So? That's a regular. But it's up to. That means... Uh, let's see. Divide that. So it's about two point three birthdays a day. Okay. First of all, we're talking to people who sit in the room or who actually help the podcast, like Aki. Okay, we're not talking about everybody well, and their yeah, mother. I'm just saying we're gonna play it, you know, three hundred times a day. Please don't exaggerate. Maybe Mr. once Hyperbole. a month. But, you know, there's there's this there's. Is, there's this is why Kathy's in charge of HR. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> all right, I guess uh, so. Nobody, Dell, you didn't do a rap. 
No, I did the haiku. I wrote a haiku. All right, he wrote no, a haiku, best. man. Jesus, is, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kathy. You usually do so good at this. I listen. I the muse <clears throat> was not upon me. Okay, I tried. Hey, fucking, what am I? I tried for Whose three days. Whose topic this was that? That was a Natashiko. Natashiko, hate fucking, and hate it fucking. stumped I all thought, of us. Great, that's a great topic. I couldn't think of a fucking thing to say about it. All right, well, I'll try to do it. I left a treat in the fridge, and that bitch ate it. She knew it was my favorite, now I am infuriated. She's sleeping on the couch with evidence right on her face. It's time she learns this lesson, cuz that hoe is out of place. I whip out my cock, and I don't grab lube. I grab her, and I ram it in her tiny, tiny poop. Shoot! She lets out a scream, saying, what did I do? I said, hoe, you ate my snack, so ain't no payment is due. She tried to get away she said it hurt she's moaning and she's bumping and i see her pussy squirt i dig my finger nails deep into her back i pull my cock out and i nut a load right on her tiny butt crack she said hey i didn't get to come i said tough shit bitch don't eat my stuff <laughs> me was laughing her ass laughing the there. whole time that was amazing <laughs> You know it's good when out of the corner of the love lab you hear that laugh of muse. <laughs> because she always eats my shit. That's and why. So this is her you're talking about. That is exactly why. Oh my god. That's where's so the, funny. Where's the end show music? There's no end show music. <laughs> Woo! That is not end show music. Woo! That's all the woo that gets. Woo! <laughs> I really expected yeah. to do the outro yes. to this. All right, that is our show. Big kinky love to you, our amazing listeners who give our sorry asses some meaning. Joining us in the Love Lab tonight were Dell of House Anga, Naked Al, who did not squat over a bowl to pee. Monday. Mew, aka Manip, Manip, who had some wise and deep insights on tonight's show. Thank you very much, Mew. And finally, if you're looking for something to do with that pesky, unneeded cash that's just taking up space in your wallet, Perverted Podcast is there to help. Go to patreon.com forward slash Perverted Podcast and we'll gladly take the burden of your five bucks to help alleviate your suffering. Send your questions or comments to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. And finally, the thing we didn't mention in the PP News, Mew and I did set up and shaving creamed... Four of our uh, $10 tier uh, patrons shaving cream their name onto her naked body, and they loved it. They absolutely loved it. I saw those. I saw people replying to your emails, and I just had to click play on each of them. (laughs) There's you spraying the stuff all over, and she's laughing. What'd you do? Hose her off after each one? Each one just like did it, (laughs) hosed her off, dried her, put her back on, said, okay, now we're doing this one. And you spanked her each time right before for good measure. gave her a little swat (laughs) there for each one. So uh, I'll ask a couple of them if we can post it on our uh, FetLife page and and, uh, so forth. And I realized what a giant pain in the ass this is because of the editing. And the cream and the, you know, all it the stuff. It looked like you guys had fun. It was though. fun. It was it was a lot of fun. And, and they and, really loved it. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And we only have six people or whatever in the tier. So those are the ones that get it uh, from now on. Something like that may be in some of the higher tiers where you can actually, that'll be cool. an actual part of the tier. But uh, it was pretty exciting. Nice. And uh, I guess. Uh, 
what what show was this? Two o four. Two o four. We got four more weeks to four more weeks to four years, and then we explode into a. Supernova? Devastating supernova yay. black hole neutron Why are you star. saying yay? Yay, we all die. Because that's great. She's very goth. <laughs> she's she's just those would be very quick. She's just goth I'm very at heart. Cynical. She's a very goth at heart. You wouldn't know that looking at you. You're you're very cute and perky. Have you have a very cute and perky look, and yet you're like humanity sucks. <laughs> well, I have to look nice on the outside so people will still talk to me. That's true. It's quite a <laughs> quite a front that that's you're putting. That's my on. mistake. They know me, and they're like, oh. Oh, there's She's a dark, a dark layer one. there. <laughs> She's a dark one. She went to the dark side. Yeah, so well, that's what we do. Well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!